Place matters. Place matters. That's what we've been hearing all throughout our eight-week Lent series now as we follow Jesus through the book of Matthew, right? And we've come now on this morning to the end of that journey, chapter 28. And place matters no time greater than now. Place matters probably nowhere greater in this journey than this place that we see this morning. So turn with me there, Matthew 28, page 811 in the Bibles that you have in front of you. This is the place that Jesus has been journeying towards his whole life. This is the place that embodies the heart of his purpose. It embodies the whole reason why Jesus came. And so we complete the journey with Jesus this morning. Matthew 28, 1 through 10. After the Sabbath, at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook, and they became like dead men. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples he has risen from the dead and is now going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid, and yet filled with joy. And they ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly, Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshiped him. Then Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. In these verses, we get to see the garden cave. We get to see with these women the empty tomb. And this garden cave, this empty tomb, is ground zero. Ground zero. It's a term, it's a military term, right? Ground zero is defined as this. Ground zero is the place on the ground directly beneath where a nuclear bomb explodes up in the air, right? So here's a picture of, of ground zero in Hiroshima where the first nuclear bomb in the history of warfare fell, killing 66,000 people. And this structure is now known as the Atomic Bomb Dome. It's the only structure that survived. It's now a peace memorial proclaiming powerful message right here at ground zero. The second nuclear bomb fell three days later in Nagasaki. Here's the memorial at ground zero, a memorial remembering another 39,000 people who were added to the death toll. Ground zero, that place underneath the bomb. We've expanded that term now, haven't we? Ground zero includes any place where something very significant and life happens, and everything changes, just like everything changed after that bomb was dropped. So here's the place you go to in New York, right? It's ground zero, where 
on 9-11, the World Trade Center towers came crashing down. There's another Ground Zero memorial at the Pentagon, right where the plane made its impact, killing 184 people on board. There's another third Ground Zero memorial out in that Pennsylvania field where Flight 93 went down. That was a day, wasn't it? A moment where we realized that life would forever be changed. And there's moments in life, your life, that are ground zero moments. Maybe you remember where you were, the doctor's office, where you got the diagnosis. Or maybe you remember that moment when you got that late, late night phone call, the kind, the kind that you dread. Maybe you remember where you were when you lost somebody that you loved dearly. It's a ground zero moment. And there's some good ones too. There's some really good ground zero moments in our lives. Right? You can go back to the place where you first met your spouse and the fireworks went off inside your heart. You can go back to the place where you first got down on one knee and she said yes. You can go back to the place where on your wedding day you stood maybe right here and you said, I do. It's a ground zero moment that will forever change your life. Maybe you go back, you could go back to a hospital room if they'd let you in where you first heard your baby cry and you knew that life would never be the same. You'd never get a good night's sleep again, right? Maybe your ground zero moment is that moment when you said, I give up drinking right here, right now. And life is forever changed. Maybe that ground zero moment is when you started a new business and everything is different. Those are ground zero moments. Nothing is going to be the same. With this chapter, Matthew 28, Matthew brings us to the ultimate ground zero location. It is, this is ground zero in all of history. This is ground zero for every single person, for every single life. We've been journeying, journeying with Jesus for 33 years now through the book of Matthew. We've gone with him from Bethlehem to Egypt, up to Galilee. Now we're in Jerusalem with him. We've experienced some, some spectacular moments with him, haven't we? If you've been reading along through the book of Matthew, you remember these moments, right? We heard God's voice boom above him at his baptism, voicing his own approval for his son. We've seen countless miracles performed. The lepers are made clean again. The, the paralyzed walk again. The blind see again. The mute speak again. We've seen storms suddenly calmed on the, on the lake. We've seen bread multiplied to feed thousands. We've seen Jesus walking on water. We've seen Jesus parade into Jerusalem like a king. And we've seen him crucified on a cross like a criminal. And all of those stunning moments pale in comparison to where we are today. This is ground zero, this cemetery, this cave with the stone rolled away. This tomb that is empty, 
This is ground zero for you and for me, for every single person who has ever lived, for every single person who will ever live. Nothing will ever be the same again because of this place and because of this moment. We are at ground zero. What do you do at ground zero? Well, at ground zero, we honor these places, right? We build memorials on them. We saw them earlier. All these pictures, we build memorials to help us remember and recall these life-transforming moments. Because what do they do? They help us to look back. They help us to look back so that we will never forget. So we will always remember what happened here at Ground Zero. Right? So at Ground Zero, we remember the nuclear destruction in Japan, and we remember our tears on 9-11. We remember the joy of the engagement when we go back to that place, the nerves on the wedding day, the awesome responsibility of holding that child for the first time. We remember. And Matthew 28 is that memorial that makes us stop, look back, and remember. You can go to Jerusalem today. Some of you have. You can go to Jerusalem and try and find that exact physical ground zero of Jesus' resurrection, right? You'll find, you'll find a couple of competing locations that both claim to be that cave, that both claim to be that ground zero, the place where Jesus was buried. The truth is they really don't know. And the truth is the exact location doesn't really matter. What matters is the truth that Matthew writes. The truth that Matthew helps us remember. He helps us remember what happened at this moment. And so we look back and we remember the moment when the very foundations of the earth were shaken to its core by a violent earthquake. We look back and we remember an angel appearance as a spiritual warrior from the heavenly realms breaks into our existence and rolls away that stone doorway that sealed Jesus' tomb shut to reveal a grave that once was full and now is empty. That's what we remember most of all, isn't it? We look back and we remember a resurrection. We remember the explosion that occurred right here at Ground Zero. Here the dead were raised to life again. Here a heart start, started pumping blood again. Here lungs started breathing air again. Here eyes opened up and saw again. Here, grave clothes were folded up and set aside because they weren't necessary anymore. Here, Jesus, who was crucified, who had been certified as dead, was breathing again. Walked out of that tomb alive again. And here, at ground zero, we remember how our lives are now forever changed. Nothing's the same. Here, the power of our sin to condemn us was defeated. Here, 
The power of our guilt to doom us is crushed. Here, the power of the evil one, the father of lies, the deceiver, Satan himself, who thought he had finally won the day, who thought he had claimed the ultimate victory, who thought he had secured your heart as his prize. Here, he was forced into submission. Here, the sting of death is undone. That's the bombshell. The spiritual explosion that won the war, that won the victory, that won your heart and your soul forever and ever. The cross is empty. The tomb is empty. He is not here. He is risen, just as he said. Boom. There's your Easter explosion. You know, what the, you know what this ground zero, ground zero memorial is for us? It, it's Jesus' absence. That's the memorial. Right? The memorial is not a, a, a marble building or a cathedral soaring over some special square of land. It's not even a, a specific cave in Jerusalem somewhere. It is Jesus' absence from the cross, the empty cross. It is Jesus' absence from the tomb. The empty cross and the empty tomb is what reminds us to look back and see Jesus' life showing us what true love looks like. To look back and see Jesus' death, the perfect lamb of God dying in our place. To look back and see his death-shattering resurrection opening up the possibility of life eternal in the presence of God through his amazing grace. Praise God for the empty cross, for the empty tomb, for that emptiness that brings us the fullness of forgiveness and grace now and forever. That is what we look back on. That is what we see and we celebrate here on Ground Zero Day. That's what today is, Ground Zero Day. So don't miss it today. Please don't miss what this day is all about. If your heart right now at this moment, on this day, is not filled with gratitude, does not have some sense of awe and amazement at the truth of what the resurrected Jesus Christ has done, then your next step is to find some way to bring your weary and complacent heart to bring your maybe even dying or dead faith back to life again. Your next step is to examine this ground zero truth again and to experience a resurrection in your own heart and in your own soul. And if you've never recognized the truth of what the resurrected Jesus Christ has done for you, then you're invited to come alive here at Ground Zero for the very first time. Right? You've come to Ground Zero. You've, you've seen the truth of what Jesus has done for you. Now, nothing can be the same from this moment on. Either, either you walk away from him and you choose to remain 
trapped in death. Or you journey with him and you experience resurrection with him and you die to self and you come alive to God in his salvation gift right now and for eternity. Either way, either way, at this ground zero moment, nothing can stay the same. Your life and your death will be determined right here, right now. Come and see the place where he lay. See it for yourself. Experience it for yourself. For 33 years, Jesus' life journey led him to this place, this moment. Every step brought him closer to the cross. Every step brought him closer to the tomb. And every day in his life, he narrowed his focus down to this day, this place, this moment, ground zero. And we journey with him to this place. We come here, but we don't stay here. Right? That's not the way memorials work. You visit memorials. You don't live there. You visit them, and if you take them seriously at all while you're there, when you leave, you leave changed. You move forward back into life changed. You go back into life with with a new perspective, a new understanding, a new resolve, a new passion, right? Visit Ground Zero in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Guaranteed, you're going to step back into life changed. Visit the 9-11 Memorial and in the Pentagon or New York City or in Pennsylvania Field, you'll step back into your life changed. Visit the place where you first said I do and repeat those vows again, you're going to step back into your marriage changed. That's the whole point of remembering, isn't it? We remember so that we will be changed, so that we will now move forward as changed people. That's exactly why we come to Matthew 28 today. It's exactly why we come back to the empty tomb, to ground zero here again this morning. Jesus' whole journey for 33 years led him to ground zero. Now our journey sends us out from ground zero as transformed people. Now we have a new perspective and we have a renewed resolve and we have a renewed passion. And from this moment on, from this place forward, we move into life transformed to live in this world for him, to transform this world for him. You probably notice we didn't read all of chapter 28. We only read the first half. Matthew doesn't leave us at the end of his story, standing there in shock and awe, at the empty tomb, even though that would have been a stunning way to end his story right there. No, our journey's not over. In fact, it's only just begun. Read the very end of his story, starting at verse 16. Then the 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshiped him. But some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, 
All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Because we have come here to ground zero today, because we have remembered God's amazing love for us shown in his son Jesus, because we have seen the cross where Jesus hung to pay the price for our sins. And because we have now seen the empty tomb where new life begins for you and me, because of all that, now our journey continues. Every step of Jesus' life led him to ground zero. Now every step of your life and my life leads us to go out from ground zero. Because we've come, now we go. We go to make disciples, to share the freedom that we've experienced. We go to gather others into the family of God. We go to teach, to let others know this ground zero truth that we know. Place matters. Place matters. Jesus lived to come to this place, this empty tomb place. We now live to go from this place. This empty tomb place is the one foundational focal point of our lives that now shapes all that we are and all that we do. At least it should be. It should be. From this moment on, we now live differently. From this moment on, we now die differently. Our Lent journey with Jesus through the book of Matthew ends right here in chapter 28. The empty tomb on that first Easter morning signals a completion, right? A victorious end to Jesus' life journey and a glorious beginning to ours. Jesus marched towards Jerusalem. We now join centuries of believers who have exploded out from Jerusalem journeying into this world for the cause of Jesus Christ, for the cause of forgiveness and grace, for the cause of truth and love, for the cause of justice and goodness, for the cause of service and sacrifice, for the cause of the kingdom of God. And so this morning, here you stand at ground zero. You know, it doesn't really matter that you're here in a church building in Granville, Michigan, instead of 6,000 miles away, standing in front of a cave in Jerusalem. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you never get to one of those two places that claim to be the place where Jesus rose. Because ground zero isn't a place in Jerusalem. Ground zero is a moment. It's right here, right now, whenever you are confronted by the truth. The truth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died on the cross to pay the price for your sins. The truth that Jesus Christ walked out of that tomb alive three days later. The truth that now he gives eternal life to all who will believe, 
Whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Ground zero is wherever and whenever you stand face to face with the risen Jesus Christ. As you do this morning. Because nothing can ever be the same again when you do. Either in faith you believe and that will change you forever. Or in disbelief you walk away. Which will change you forever. This is ground zero for your life. This is ground zero for your eternity. You've come here this morning to see and to remember. Now how will you move forward from this place? Would you pray with me? Lord Jesus, thank you for welcoming us to ground zero this morning. To the place where you change everything. Where you reshape this world. Where you reshape our lives. Where you reshape eternity. Where you open up the doors of the kingdom of God. And here we stand, Jesus. At ground zero this morning. And some of us. Some of us have been here before and we've walked away. We've walked away in disbelief. Unwilling to accept the free gift. Unwilling to give you our hearts. And Father, I know that breaks your heart to see your children walk away. And so maybe, Jesus, I ask that you would send your spirit to move in all of our hearts this morning. If there's someone who has tempted to walk away again in disbelief, convince and convict by your grace and help them to receive your salvation gift right here at Ground Zero. Father, there's some of us who have been coming to church for a long, long time and our hearts this morning are unmoved by the truth of your resurrection grace. Resurrect our faith. Resurrect our hearts. Resurrect our commitments and our passion for you this morning. Bring new life into our dying hearts. And Father, some of us this morning are so filled with life. We are so eager to celebrate, to receive your grace. Thank you for the faith that receives your love like a child and walks out of here this morning as excited as a child. May all of us, Father, truly celebrate your goodness and your grace, your forgiveness and your salvation right here in this ground zero moment. Jesus, it's in your name that we pray. Amen. Would you stand with me, please? Worship team, would you come on up and take your place?